You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Do not forget that you can join the Happer Show as well as the program. We'll be on the road for the annual Pink Out broadcast coming up in a week and a couple days. Next Friday the 26th, live from the American Cancer Society Hope Lodge, 6A, or rather 10A to 6P. Stop by, donate paper towels, Kleenex, gift cards, or cash to benefit patients staying at the Hope Lodge. You can get more information right now at 1620thezone.com. We go there quite often, and so we are looking forward to making the return trip. So we will be doing that next Friday ahead of the Pink Out game. And that leads us right into our conversation now, Jimmy, uh, with the Blue Jays ahead of this game tonight. So, set it in the grum down. Creighton looking to go one for six. So, they have had a crack at the number one ranked team in the country five times in program history. All the way back in 1980 versus DePaul. And then quite a few over the last not even decade. Villanova in 2016, which that was a New Year's Eve game if I remember right. I think you're right. It both was a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Both teams right. undefeated. Uh, at Villanova again in 2018. Gonzaga as well in 2018. And then Gonzaga one more time in the Sweet 16. Uh, the the, uh, the COVID year, if you will. The 2021 right. Sweet 16. So this is now their sixth opportunity. There is a, this is their fifth opportunity of the last decade. And as you said, they are 0 for 5. They have not been able to defeat the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, it's going to be, you know, an incredible atmosphere. It's obviously, be hostile in there, yeah. up up in stores. It's you know, it's you, two dollar beer night. Uh, the yeah, students can, have been camping can we talk about out. that for a second. If yeah. it's going to be two dollar beer, can you just go all in a dollar beer night or don't do it at hey, all? Hey, inflation! On, inflation is coming for the beer prices. Yeah, they when I was driving in, I was thinking about that. Like, oh man, this used to be dollar beer, and now it's two dollar beer. <laughs> yeah, this uh, Matt D. Marinas tweeted out earlier. There have been uh, students camped out since six a.m. By the way, it was 12 degrees. Yeah, not very at 6 comfortable. 6 a.m. in Stores, Connecticut. What, so obviously a special opportunity. What what do you want to see from the Jays in a game like this, given how they have played? You know, you can, I guess if you want to look back at the other times that they played number yeah. one teams in the country, but certainly how they have played this year. What do you want to see from them in a game versus versus a UConn team in a moment like this, an opportunity like this? Th- this thing has happened where Trey Alexander at the beginning of the season was so good defensively out on the perimeter, and for whatever reason that kind of fell off. We talked to uh, Ryan Miller who talked about Trey had having a concussion issue at one point during the season. But when you look at what Cam Spencer's been able to do, he's been special this season. And he's just he's just gonna be that guy for Dan Hurley tonight that you can't he's gonna be the straw that stirs the drink. And now it sounds like Donovan Klingon's gonna give it a go. I think he's gonna play despite yeah. Dan Hurley coming out and saying, you know, we don't really want to roll him out there against Kalkbrenner. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. and that's not like Dan Hurley's afraid of Ryan Kalkbrenner. It's just that's a very tall task to ask, no pun intended. Uh, for a guy that is one of the best players in the country, but coming back from limited time, they are three and zero without Donovan Klingon, though. So it's not like this team can't get it done. Correct. Without, without arguably their best player, but uh, you got two guys in in Cam Spencer uh, and Alex uh, Caravan who have been basically the focal point of this offense since, since Donovan Klingon went out. And you need to, that has to be like you you can live with everybody else beating you. You just can't let those two guys get hot tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's turned into. 
a really, really fun matchup between these two programs. There's obviously a ton of dislike. Yeah. Um, you know, I know People how they hate Dan Hurley. <laughs> yeah, and, and then they hate they hate Ryan Kalkbrenner. Yeah. And and so, you know, the uh the, the battle, the rivalry with him and Sonogo over the last couple and of that's years. That's a lot of it. You know, a lot of UConn fans feel like Ryan Kalkbrenner shouldn't have won the defensive player Correct. of the year last year because Correct. Adonis Sonogo, let's be honest, probably should have. And that's no disrespect to Kalkbrenner. They probably were the two best big men in the country at, at one point. And I, I think and that's that's a lot, of, but that's what makes this rivalry fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that is going to be a, a really cool one. And again, like just an opportunity, um, you know, against this Husky squad. You mentioned it, the injuries that they have had. Uh, it has certainly not slowed them down. I what did you think of the uh, the Greg McDermott tact of like, look, if they were second, if they were third, if they were fifth, like no matter what, this is going to be the exact same team that we would see tonight. It's just now they have the number one next to their name versus the number three next to their that, name. That's just kind of how he conducts business. I mean, he doesn't make any game bigger than it needs to be. I was in the building for that Iowa game, and now it's two completely different animals, sure, obviously. Yeah. But it, that crowd was on fire, and, and, and Mac was asked about it after the game. He goes, that's just what we do here. Mm-hmm. And it, that's just how he handles his business. Look at his response after the loss in the Sweet 16 last year, or excuse me, in the Elite Eight last year. It was, you know, you should be proud of this, looking at it from the 10,000-foot view, not in the moment, being able to take it. And that's what makes Mac head and shoulders above just about anybody in the country is his ability to see the forest through the trees and keep things in perspective versus talking about and listen Creighton's also 6 and 1 all time versus UConn since joining the big exactly. the big Exactly. Well, Last so. year was the first time they lost to him. So it's not it's not like he doesn't have some ground to stand on saying, "Hey, we you know, we know what this team is going to look like and we're we're prepared for it." I'm I'm curious to see what Creighton is able to do in this one, you know, and and I think about my priors kind of with them throughout this season, you know, I don't remember at what point it was, but so maybe it was at the end of last year, as in like the literal calendar year 2023. But I said on sure. the show, I said to John, like, just something about this team, like I don't like the cut of their jib, was the, the way that I described it. Um, or I just think something is a... Of oh, last year's team? No, this year's oh, team. Okay, so I gotcha. said it like literally like in December. So I said it a couple of weeks ago. And it's not that I think that they are bad by any means, but I just don't think that they are... I guess I am comparing it to the expectation that I had, and the expectation I had was like a deep run. Yeah. And so, it, like at this moment in time, I don't feel like I am watching that a team that is capable of doing that. Well, that's fair because Stephen Ashworth comes from Utah State to Creighton, and, and the reason he cited for doing that was wanting the ability to play for a national championship. Baylor Shireman talked about coming back and knowing he was going to do so right away with the aspirations of playing for a national championship. One of the things that I don't think gets talked about enough is the fact that Alan Huss did leave last year. He was kind of. Max offensive coordinator. Now that offense very much still runs through Greg McDermott, but you have Ryan Miller stepping up into that role and being their their offensive coordinator, and Jalen Courtney Williams kind of taking the inbound stuff over. Now he's the defensive coordinator, and they're yeah. doing some things differently internally with the coaching staff. And I don't think that gets enough shine just because you still do have Greg McDermott at the top. But you've had two pretty big changes underneath him, and and, and Mitch Ballack came back as a GA, and he's now handling the inbounding stuff and and, and some of the, and some of the other work, but. There, it's it, you've also replaced a very good point guard with with a guy that's still picking up the system. The the yeah. spacing and the pacing that this offense plays in is so difficult to pick up. Like I think Stephen Ashworth is finally getting comfortable with the calls and and kind of figuring out where he needs to be. I don't even think he's I don't even think he's close to get there. I think we may have took it a little bit for granted that he was just going to be able to step in and do that because he is twenty four years old. Yeah, I I, w- I I think that the points that you just laid out I think are very good. That you know they won four consecutive games, and so I I think of. When I had that opinion that I did, I think it might have been after the UNLV game, 
Um, it might have even been after the Villanova game. I'm just trying to remember exactly when I would have said it. But you know, they had the they lost three out of four. They lost two in a row versus Nova and Marquette, and then you know, which was they had double digit leads in too. Correct. It's not, it's not like they and, just went out and got beat. Either. And see, that's the other thing as well. You know, I mean, the, the St. John's game. There's a very real world where we're talking about a team coming off of another loss, and they're yeah, twelve and five today. They're three and three in conference instead of being four and two in league play and thirteen and four overall. And so I I, I say all of that. That kind of long wind up to say. This is a great moment tonight to find out kind of where they are at at this at this point in time, um, and how can they do? And like, I think what you said about Mac and how he's going to approach these games, I think very good observations, very astute observations. On the other hand, they're college kids, and it is a, the number sure. one, there's a number one next to them, you yeah. know, and so like. That that does add a little extra. I want I and, and it's not like they're not pulling up to the stadium and seeing all these fans correct. in anticipation. Yeah. You talked about you talked about UConn's hate for for Ryan Kalkbrenner. Kind of like Baylor Shireman might get roped into all that tonight. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's kind of putting this team on his back. And we all expect this to kind of be somewhat Trey Alexander's team before the season. It kind of feels like Baylor Shireman stepped up into that role. Uh, when we return, a little more on this. I uh, also wanted to talk about Nebraska's game versus Rutgers tonight. Uh, so both of these games will be going on at 6 o'clock. One of those nights where both teams and uh, both fan bases uh, are... Yeah, make sure you mention who you're tweeting about tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know, for for those who dabble in the J-Skirt world, this is one of those nights where you do kind of have... Like, I know if if a Matt Marinas is tweeting, I know if a Robin Wash is tweeting, I know what they're watching. Right. But, you know, the the, the J-Skirt's out there, I might have to figure out, like... I don't Me? know which game it was. Well, you, you know, I don't know which games people are watching. They're, they might be watching both. I know that I certainly will be. Uh, all right, so we'll talk about that as well when we return. Also, you had a question for me, I believe, about coaching stuff in the NFL. We'll get to that in the 3 o'clock hour. Mitch Holtis will join us after 4 o'clock. And again, get your dumb debates questions in. We will do that in the happy hour later on today. It's on Sportsman Like Conduct, 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.